Welcome back to Round Got Up Podcast as we continue our coverage of high school basketball in Southeast Iowa, sponsored by Hinshaw Trailers of Richland, Iowa. Whether you need a stock trailer, a horse trailer, flatbed, utility trailer, a dump trailer, enclosed trailer, whatever your trailer needs, talk to Corwin Henshaw. He's been doing it for 50 years. Uh, whether you need 100 trailers or one trailer, he's your man. Anyway, Speaking of here's your man, we have got undefeated Mid-Prairie coach, Coach Lambert. Welcome back to the program. Thanks for having me on again. Oh, my gosh. So uh, you've had two playoff games since I talked to you last. You want to uh, go over how those games went? Yeah, you know, we uh, we started our, our our first game there in the second round with our first round by and, and played Minneapolis and uh, came out on top with a 26-point win. Um, you know, guys played great there. Uh, defensively, we got the job done, only giving up 31 points, and then uh, moved on to the district final uh, and, and played a West Burlington team that upset Cardinal the week before um, and played down there in Mount Pleasant. Um, you know, had a great turnout from our fans and, and once again really did a great job on the defensive end of the floor and only giving up 40 points and uh, just extremely proud with how our guys handled the moment and, and took advantage of the opportunities that we saw in that game and and pushed out to have a nice lead and got everyone on the floor who was in New Jersey that night. And you always love those nights. Well, I've been asking the, the coaches uh, here, because uh, I always feel like your depth is a big, big plus coming in the playoffs. Who's some of the kids that have been coming off the bench and maybe uh, made some pretty good contributions for your team in the season in the playoffs? Yeah, you know, we, we regularly go eight deep um, and, and we start – um, you know, four seniors and then a junior and then um, guys that come off the bench for us all have a different role. Um, and and our, our sixth man, uh, first one to usually go in is Justice Jones, a senior, and he's an all-state uh, middle linebacker for us in football. He's a guy that, um, you know, was always in the paper during football season, and he definitely plays basketball like he's a middle linebacker. Um, you look at the stat sheet, and if you're scouting us, you would – probably look over him but he's the type of guy that he's everything a six man um you want a six man he's going to come in he's going to play great defense he goes and gets rebounds um he'll get points if he if his opportunity arises he's not going to force things um he's he's our enforcer and, and like i said he plays basketball like a middle linebacker and you need that toughness and that mentality um and he really embraces his role and you know teams that go on and do great things and a lot of the things that we've accomplished are because of guys like him who are champions in their role um and you know so he comes and does a great job for us and he can play inside now he's um you know he's probably only five nine five ten um but he plays like he's six foot five and and gives a, a lot of effort and, and does a lot of great things for us and then we have our um another post player that comes in for us sean dodds um, you know, this is his first varsity experience um, this year. He hurt his knee last year early on in football, so missed his sophomore year, but presents great size um, and is a junior for us. And he can play great defense. He can rebound for us. Um, he's very long, um, still learning the game, but had a great night down there in Mount Pleasant against West Burlington. Um, four points, few rebounds, just great minutes for us when he comes in and gives Ethan Koss, our starting center, a break. And then our third guy we bring in is Cameron Pickard, another junior, um, very fundamentally sound, very smart basketball player, um, and just comes in and, and he plays guard for us and, and does a great job of 
um, giving guys breaks at different points and managing the game when he's our point guard and I'm just very pleased and you got a couple of those juniors who are getting great experience this year and, and they're going to be back next year to be the leaders but uh, you know they 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 do a great role. Uh, they do a great job in their role, like we say. Uh, be a champion in your role, and those three guys do that for us. So uh, talk about some of your team's defensive excellence. Who are some of your better, you know, who are your, some of your standout defensive players? You know, I, I think all eight of them do a phenomenal job. Um, you know, we we say that we play team defense. Um, but, you know, matchup-wise, a lot of times the best guard or the one of the better shooters um, is going to see our guy, Will Cavanaugh. Um, he will is just very disciplined, very smart, uh, does a great job of <clears throat> just a great job of using his length. He's about six foot two um, and he just plays with relentless effort. Um, we put him in a tough spot. He's on the top of our press. Um, and then, like I said, he's usually guarding their best player. And, and we put him against some some really good players. And he's a great player himself and does a lot of great stuff for us on the offensive end, too. And, um, you know, then we got guys like like Carter Harmson who can guard um, guys on the perimeter, can guard guys in the post. Um, and so he can kind of match up against teams' better post players. You know, I think about the Kirkman kid from Wilton who presents some inside and outside um, capabilities and, and Carter's a great matchup for them and you know like I said truly all eight of those guys really buy into the defensive effort you can see it from our scores um, anytime another team has a great player you focus in on them but it's never just one guy versus another guy it's it's our team um, putting in that effort and you know doing all those little things being in the right spots willing to take charges willing to be in a gap um, willing to stay in a stance for an extended period of time and just overall pleased with the effort that they, those guys put in on the defensive end of the floor. Well, uh, in, in this first couple playoff games, who's really been putting up some points for you? Yeah, you know, um, Carter Harmson, he's our all-state player. He leads us. Um, you know, he was a little sick in the first game, had 13 points, but then um, last night had 19, a couple dunks and a dynamic score for us. And then another guy who stepped up for us and, and scored a lot um, within the last three weeks is Jackson Pennington, our starting point guard. And he's one of those guys that earlier in the year, I think he was averaging around five or six points. He's more of a, a pass first type of guy. But within the last three weeks, uh, he's averaging around 16 points a game and um, had 20 last night down there in West Burlington and um, hit three out of four three-pointers, uh, got in the lane and was um, eight of eight from inside the perimeter, inside the lane. So um, he's one of those guys that is starting to elevate his game and playing with a lot of confidence. And um, one of those guys that as he starts scoring, it just presents another um, option for us on the offensive end of the floor. So um, we're, we're a pretty balanced basketball team. You look at our stat sheet, we have Carter, who's up there with 20 points a game, then Ethan, our center, who's right around 10 points a game, and then we got um, guys who are about three guys who average eight points a game. So um, any of those guys can go off any any night, um, and we just hope that they couple of them do it on the same night, but uh, usually when one is struggling, another guy picks up the slack. And so that's just why we have been, um, you know, successful in, in all of our games this year is because we play with that total team concept. Well, I noticed in the first couple games, uh, you know, the games were were going along fairly, fairly close or they, maybe they were playing, playing with you for a while. And then all of a sudden you would get this momentum and you would go on this 20, 20, you know, 25 to two run or 22 to two run or, 
or somewhere in that general area to talk about those bursts that you guys have had? Yeah, you know, it's it's kind of uh, it's you know it's happened these last two weeks in these in these playoff games, but it's happened throughout the season multiple times. Um, and I think that's a, a testament to our pressure defense. And you know, we full court press the entire time, or at least try to as long as we're not in foul trouble. Um, but that can really wear down on teams, especially if they haven't seen that type of pressure. And, and there's quite a few teams that um, I don't think have seen the, the the pressure for an extended period of time that we put on. And and you can really see it in teams. Um, you know, you saw it Thursday, you saw it uh, last night in in against West Burlington. Is you know they have to expend a lot of energy um, because we can do some things and we can score fast and we like to play in transition. Um, so they got to expend a lot of energy in those first two quarters. So we may only head into the halftime break with a six to ten point lead, but then we really emphasize the start of the third quarter. We always talk about the first three minutes of that third quarter is the most important um, three minutes of the game, and, and so we like to start fast in that second half and. Um, a lot of times you can start seeing some of the fatigue from our opponent and when you're the one putting the pressure on and then backing that up with, with great offensive possessions, you can really extend that lead out. And, um, you know, the guys have got confidence and it's one of those things we're in the locker room. Now they know that that second half is coming and that's where they really, um, you know, know that we need to go to work. And so um, it's a confidence thing and it's a team effort thing and just really proud of what those guys have done the last two week or two playoff games. Like you said, we had two 22 and 0, uh, 22 to zero runs, um, which is difficult to do. So I'm um, just very pleased with the effort that they put in. Well, your first two opponents were quality opponents, a West Burlington team that's, they were up and down, but they're very capable of uh, punching anybody in the mouth that they played. And a, a Meepo team that won 17 games. And like you say, they, they, these 20 plus point bursts that you put on them, you know, kind of uh, the difference of the game. But so who, who do you got in the next round? Yeah, you know, we see Northeast again. Um, they were able to beat Comanche in their district final. And, um, you know, it may surprise some people because that name Comanche, and, and they're still a quality basketball team and a great tradition uh, program up there in Comanche. But uh, Northeast is one of those teams that has been playing extremely well as of late. And um, I think they had just a, a couple games where they uh, struggled to score a little bit here and there. So their record's a little deceiving. And, um, you know, we saw them earlier this year up there at their place and one in uh, overtime by five points. So it was one of those games that we had to dig in and grind out um, and find a way to win. And then, um, you know, it was before Christmas break. So you kind of change throughout the course of the season. So uh, we know we're going to see a tough opponent um, come Saturday, but we're ready for it. Yeah, that was uh... – so uh, where, where is the game? And uh, what night is it? Yeah, we'll play Saturday night uh, in Muscatine at Muscatine High School at 7 o'clock. So um, looking forward to all our fans making the trip. We had a great crowd um, at home against Minneapolis. We had a great crowd come to Mount Pleasant to watch us play West Burlington and hoping uh, even more come next Saturday to watch us play Northeast at Muscatine High School. Well, Andy Kressinger of the Southeast Iowa Union Sports Editor says that you know, these are the rounds that's better. You know, you're in maybe a little bit bigger gym than you would play, but it's not like playing at Wells Fargo Arena where it feels kind of empty, you know, because it's so big and, you know. So uh, uh, you've, you've had some really good crowd support uh, through the playoffs and through the season. How's that helped the team? 
Yeah, you know, it's it's definitely an energy boost. Our, our fans do a great job. Our students do a great job of traveling. You know, last night they were sitting right behind our bench, and you really get a taste of just how loud they are. They have a lot of pride, and a lot of our success um, can be attributed to the support that we have had throughout the season. And, um, you know, it's exciting. It's exciting to see all that black and gold fill up gyms. And, um, you know, it's been a while since we've been in this position in a sub-state game and being district champions. So um, just extremely proud to represent our school and, and, and try and make these people um, keep showing up and, and keep cheering for the Golden Hawks. Yeah, I was listening to some of the game on the radio, and and I just couldn't believe how loud it was every time you scored. It just the, uh, you could just tell everybody was on their feet and just so excited to support you and and uh, congratulate you for all your success. Uh, it must it, it you know hey, you got a wonderful school district. You're lucky to be there. Yeah, it's 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 one of those things. I, I said it on the radio in the post game. It's it's much more than our, just our basketball program having success. It's it's a whole community effort. Anytime a program has the success that we've had, you know, it's it's the parents, it's the players, obviously, it's the youth coaches throughout their careers, it's the middle school coaches, it's the fans that keep showing up, and then the coaches just across. Um, you know, all sports because we have our players playing multiple sports. So it's, it's really a community um, success and we're just proud to be able to represent them and, and make them proud. Well, uh, Mid Prairie's football team played a very exciting playoff game against uh, Northeast Goose Lake who had a freshman quarterback that just refused to give up on that game. He just kept trying to, you know, he, he just seemed like he just kept scoring right till the, the game was over to try and catch up. Uh, does this kid play basketball? Do you know? Yeah, he does. You know, I, I coach football too, so I was right there on the sideline. Um, and and they're, they're wide receivers who are nice, long athletes, very athletic, play basketball. So um, their top two scorers were their best receivers, and, the, and their quarterback is one of their better guards. I think he averages around six points. So they got great athletes, and like you said, they're great competitors. Um, a lot of tradition there with the basketball program at Northeast and just in sports in general. So, uh, you know, we got, we know we got our hands full, um, but we're excited for the task at hand. I know when Scotty Melvin and I saw that matchup, we just kind of looked at each other and grinned and say, boy, it's, he says that the mid Prairie's always got to go through uh, Northeast Goose Lake to get anywhere in the playoffs, don't they? Yeah. So, you know, it's, um, you know, it's just a, another opponent that you got to, got to get ready for but like i said we're excited for it um you know it's it's another storied program and and we're trying to get back to being that so we're just excited to go out and compete against them and and plan on on giving everything we got and hopefully coming out on top well uh, what do you think they do well that, that could give you some trouble yeah you know they're great shooters um uh, they have uh, some length some size like i said they can um, go inside and outside. They got two guys that are six four, and a lot of times when you hear six four, you think that guy's just going to sit on the block and do post moves. But um, they're very athletic. They're quick, um, well coached, and like I said, they've been in this situation um, with their tradition in the basketball um, world up there. So uh, just just going to be very physical. Um, you know, anytime we play them, it's very physical. Um, played them last year at home. I remember it being one of our more physical games up there. It was a physical game this year. Um, so we know it's going to be very competitive. Um, it's going to come down to those last couple possessions, and we just got to make sure that we're on the winning end of those possessions. So uh, what are the keys to victory? 
Uh, you know, we, like I said last week, we keep it simple, um, play great defense, um, and then back that up with, with being um, great in the transition game on offense. But then uh, when we do have to run through our half-court offense, just being very patient and taking great shots and not settling for, for difficult shots. And so um, when we do that, we can be a pretty tough basketball team. And, and we know that they're going to be doing some of those same things. But um, as long as we defend and rebound um, and, and do those little things and make championship plays, um, we'll find ourselves in a good position there at the end of Saturday night. Well, we've been talking to Coach Lambert of the undefeated Mid-Prairie Golden Hawks, who's uh, uh, advanced the first two rounds of the playoffs and is knocking on Wells Fargo's door with one more victory. Uh, is there anything that we didn't cover, Coach? Uh, no, just once again, want to thank you guys for the coverage and anytime we can talk about how great these kids are and, and the success that they've earned, um, we, we appreciate it. So thank you for the coverage of our basketball program. We appreciate it. Well, my my listeners are really enjoying the playoffs and all the coverage and the, the insight that you coaches bring. And uh, I had a couple announcements to make. We were the, We had the third best week we ever had this week. Had a huge surge today. As the ratings just closed, just before we started this interview, and Coach Lambert, you were number one interview, uh, had the most listeners last week. Uh, once again, just being supported by a great community, it's uh, it's not a surprise that people are, are helping us out. So I'm just proud to represent uh, Mid Prairie and, and hopefully uh, keep winning so we can keep talking. Well, my goal is to get to 3,000 listeners by uh, the end of the playoffs, and uh, we are pushing 2,800 pretty hard as of right now. Uh, and I really th- thank you for your time. And do me a favor, uh, beat uh, Goose Lake and then give me a call. And uh, we'll get a couple more and we'll talk about your state title. Uh, th- that sounds like a great plan to me. We'll do everything in our power to make that happen. <laughs> All right. Thanks very much, Coach. We're out. Thank you. Go Hawks.